Good morning and welcome to the Dance to Learn podcast with your host, Jessica Strong. The Dance to Learn podcast is the place for dance educators and studio owners to get the best dance teacher resources, tips, and advice to help you dance, learn, and grow right along with your students. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, dance teacher friends, and happy Wednesday, and welcome to another episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. I hope that you caught last week's podcast episode, which was my interview with Allison Mel from Tots on Target. I was so excited for that interview and to share her wealth of knowledge as a developmental physical therapist and how we can be more aware of developmental delays that may appear in our younger dancers and how we can help dancers who may have missed important milestones later on in their dance education. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, I've linked it for you in the description box down below so you can go check that episode out for yourself. And I just have to say that I learned so much talking with Allison, but what struck me the most about our interview was learning that the CDC recently removed crawling as a developmental milestone. To me, that was really shocking. And as a dance teacher, it was really concerning. As dance teachers, we know how important crawling is to the developing child. And this is why we continue to teach crawling and perform crawling into preschool and school age years dance classes. Children who don't learn to crawl in quadruped aren't building strong upper bodies and that's going to affect their abilities to play simple games like parachute and stretchy band play. So what's going to happen is the arches in their hands may not fully develop, making it difficult for dancers to grasp and manipulate props. But most importantly, they may take longer to reach bilaterality. This is the ability for the brain to cross the midline and have both sides of the body moving simultaneously. This is going to make it harder for children to perform coordinated movements. So why should dance teachers be worried about this change from the CDC? So what may happen here is that parents may not be aware that their baby's army crawls, but scoots and three-point crawls are nothing to be worried about, and so they may not work to correct it. And they may even promote skipping the crawling phase altogether and just get their child straight to walking. So what can we do as dance teachers? So as dance teachers, the first step that we need to do is educate our parents on the importance of crawling. Crawling is a milestone and a very important one. It's important to discuss that crawling in quadruped, which means on all hands and knees, is the best and most developmentally appropriate way for children to crawl. Now with the CDC removing crawling as a milestone, parents may not recognize that the army crawls, butt scoots, and the straight to standing and alternatives to crawling could actually cause long-term developmental setbacks for their children. So the argument is, it doesn't matter how they get there, as long as they can get from point A to point B. And this argument has already started. So let's take a look at crawling, and let's take a look at crawling in quadruped and how that boosts 
our children's development. So first, crawling on the hands and knees builds strong upper body and shoulder strength that children who go straight from rolling to walking will miss. So when children crawl, their hands and their wrists receive important sensory information based on the surface that they are crawling on. Their hands and wrists also must learn how to support their body weight in quadruped. So if their hands and wrists aren't receiving the flexibility, mobility, and strength that comes from crawling, fine motor skills such as grasping objects like scarves, shoelaces, or even pencils later on may be a struggle. Secondly, crawling provides a ton of proprioceptive input. So as a baby crawls towards an object, they are learning how near or far an object may be as they crawl towards it or even away from it. Strengthening our proprioceptive sense is important for learning about our body in space, and it provides important feedback for our body's reactions, such as what if our body is suddenly placed in danger? We need to rely on our body to respond appropriately. So crawling in quadruped also requires bilaterality. So this is the ability for the right arm and the left leg to move simultaneously and vice versa. This is a huge milestone in brain development as it means that the brain is crossing the midline and the right and the left sides of the brain are now communicating. And this is going to help facilitate movement. So those army crawls, three-point crawls, and butt scoots, they don't require bilaterality. So if these methods of crawling go unnoticed or uncorrected, it could create other delays, both physically and even academically later on. So why should we as dance teachers even care about any of this? Well, since the CDC no longer recognizes crawling as a milestone, we will see a lot of the alternative crawling patterns go uncorrected. And therefore, this may create physical and even cognitive developmental delays. So what this means is we may see more dancers that appear maybe disjointed and uncoordinated in their movements, almost if as if their arms and legs aren't connected to the rest of their body. We may also see dancers who have a hard time keeping balance, or they can't balance as long as maybe children from 10 or even five years ago were able to balance. We may also see more children that struggle with activities such as parachute and stretchy band play, or even just holding onto and dancing with props. So as dance teachers, we should find ways to incorporate activities in our classes that promote bilaterality, conditioning, and coordination, as well as some upper body and fine motor strengthening activities as often as possible. So this could also include more group prop activities that promote that upper body movement, like the parachute and the stretchy band play. This will be important for any children that may have skipped the crawling phase or even were stuck with an atypical crawling pattern. These activities will help restore trunk mobilization, strengthen the shoulders and back muscles, and even improve their hand grasp. Now incorporating props, props of different sizes, texture, textures, and shapes will help improve dancers' fine motor development and grasp strength. 
Combining prop play with hand-eye coordination and visual tracking activities will also be a good idea. So for example, hold a scarf and sway back and forth. Now follow the scarf with your eyes. Popping bubbles is also a really great activity for eye tracking and hand-eye or even foot-eye coordination. Now my students love bubble play and this is a great way to strengthen our sense of proprioception as well. Lastly, including a lot of movements in that quadruped or on hands and feet simultaneously. Some of these could include the cat-cow pose. Now this is a stretch activity that we would include in our brain dance warm-ups, for example, as a part of our head-tail connection. This position will help with that wrist flexibility that we may find lacking. Downward dog is another example. So after cat-cow, the next step is that downward dog. Again, this is going to be great for wrist flexibility, but also being inverted or upside down is great for both our vestibular and proprioceptive sense. This is a great stretch for the arms, shoulders, backs, and trunk. And lastly, crawling. Explore crawling. There are so many ways to crawl. Crawling in quadruped on all fours, bear crawling with the knees lifted from the floor, crab crawls, flipping over and crawling with the belly up, flipping between bear crawls and crab walks is more advanced, but it provides a ton of added benefits to the, vest the vestibular system. And then crawling in different pathways, over and under obstacles. Just crawl as much as you can. Our dancers need it. That's all I have for you today, my dance teacher friends. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Dance to Learn podcast. To learn more about crawling and other developmental milestones, check out last week's podcast episode and my interview with Allison Mel from Tots on Target. It's linked in today's podcast description. Happy dancing. Bye. The Dance to Learn podcast airs every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Mountain Time on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. Leave a five-star review of the podcast and your review may be read on air for your chance to receive a $10 Amazon gift card. To be a guest on the podcast or for advertising inquiries, please email info at dancetolearn.co. Happy dancing!